Welcome to the Zeitgeist Lab, Season 2. Season 2. one. Season Collection 2. two. Collection 2. However you like to call it. I, I, I don't really care one way or the other. But it's not Zeitgeist um, Lab Seasons. It's Zeitgeist Lab true, Collections. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome to Zeitgeist Lab Collections. Collection mm-hmm. 2. Yes. Episode 1. I'm your host, Brian. I'm your co-host, Brian. Not the only host. And I am the other host that's also not the only host, Alex. Yeah, I think I'm the host and you're the other host. I like the sound of that. Oh, yeah. You would like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, we haven't mentioned what season two is yet. We have I not. Mean, it's, probably, it's probably in the description. It's probably part of the episode title. Right, that's true. I mean, there's a, there's a select few of you that will have known beforehand because um, you're behind our paywall. That's right. Um, yeah. So for all like for all the hottest gossip and up to date happenings, um, jump on our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/ZGLabPod. For the rest of you yeah. freeloaders, you probably didn't let's, find let's out that early in the episode. I like exactly. That. The rest of the freeloaders are finding out probably when this comes up in their feed um, what, what what we're talking about this season. So. Why don't you tell We're us? We're talking about, about community. Community, that's right. So I'm Ill-fated curious. Ill-fated sitcom of the late 2000s. Ill-fated. I guess that's that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when we embarked upon this endeavor, we kind of had a standing agreement that we would switch off um, who got to choose the topic for each collection. Um, so obviously. You've gone twice in a row now because I know you're the one that really wanted to talk about drive through records, and now we're here. Yeah, that was about all community, me. which was yeah. also your choice. So maybe one day I'll get a say, but uh, probably not. <laughs> so why community? What? Why did you? Why did you pick this? Um. Well, it was originally to be something else, and then um, which would have been probably, which probably would have had a similar fate to drive through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas only one of us liked the thing a right. lot and, and it was probably end up being just as cancelable in the end if I had to guess yeah <laughs> for sure and um, yeah we one episode of the pod last collection we sort of got off topic and started talking about community and I realized how big of a fan you were just by like yeah. the very short um like dialogue we had about it and uh yeah i decided to go with that because you were really enthusiastic about it and i was enthusiastic about it and absolutely yeah that's pretty much it i figured it'd be it might yeah i figure it might do us some favors content wise if we talked about something we both liked okay now i think that's interesting because uh, and I'm not, I don't necessarily disagree, but I feel like you always thought the episodes last collection were boring when we both agreed on the album we were talking about. That is true. Yeah. So, this is, this, yeah. So maybe this will be really boring. I don't know. <laughs> I, I chose most of the episodes we're going to be talking about. Right. And I, I chose like basically the, the ones I thought were the best. Okay. Yeah, well, like keeping in mind every season, so there's some I do like more than others, but um, yeah, I don't know how you feel about some of these, so I don't know. Hopefully, we'll get to some disagreements. We'll see. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the episode we're talking about is Biology 101. It is, the se- it is also the season premiere. It is, of yes. the third season, I believe. Yeah. Third yes, season. it is. Mm-hmm. The penultimate season. No, see, what the, what the fuck does that mean? You can't, just, you can't just throw the word penultimate in. It's not like a universal descriptor. Like, what the, what the, like, like it's just, that's I fucking insane. I did that just to see how mad you'd get. It's so not, stupid. I, I know it's not the penultimate season. That would be season five. Yes, that's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to get their, they're get their six seasons in a movie? Because they got their six seasons. They got their six seasons. Uh, I think they. I think they all really want to. I. I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on with my algorithm with uh, my Android phone. It, it like listens to what I talk about. It obviously knows what I'm searching, but it's always pushing the weirdest articles to me. So I'm often getting articles about like, Yvette Nicole Brown says that uh, the community movie is definitely happening. I'm like, and then you read it and it doesn't say that at all. It's just like, yeah, we all want to do it, and hopefully we can make it happen. So. I don't know. I at this point, I don't even know if it would be any good to be honest with you. So I don't yeah. know if that's something I actually want. Right. Do um, you think they'll get it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to get Donald Glover, which you know he's like doing a million different things all the time. Right, but last last year during the, all the pandemic, they did like a. Oh yeah, cast right. reunion, yeah. and uh, Donald Glover said he would be interested in doing it if the, if you know, all the stars align. So even he is open to it. But that, that yeah. I mean, I agree that you have to have that to make it possibly good. But I don't know if that would still be enough to make it good. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying he's like the missing link or anything like that. I think right. I think it'd be interesting if they got Chevy Chase to do it. <laughs> that's probably not gonna happen that's probably not gonna happen i mean i would love that i i have a i have a soft spot spot in my heart for chevy chase which i'm sure a lot of people would take offense to but um I think yeah chevy probably. Chase is just <laughs> i think he's just one of the, the all-time greats and um yeah he, yeah he is he he's from a generation that was more racist and that's that's not excusable and he's done a lot of shit that i wish he oh didn't. i thought that's why you liked him no, uh, yeah, you're right. That's actually exactly why I like him. So I'll just leave it right there. I I really like that SNL sketch where he says the N word. I think that was just that was the peak. Oh, of, that was the I peak didn't know that was, a, I know that was a thing. Well, it is. I mean, yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's SNL. God, did you see like they had okay like they that one guy got canceled because he made uh, that this one comedian was supposed to be on SNL. Mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and he got canceled for making an off-color joke on his podcast which is called my secret podcast is that what's called yeah i remember that whole thing and it was um it was a bunch yeah. of like asian hate type stuff if I yeah that. yeah he like made a poor joke but then snl goes and makes a whole um skit where it's a game show of all black people Mm-hmm. Where the host is convincing them to get vaccinated. Oh, really? Yeah, which is the most racist thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I doubt it's the most racist thing you've ever seen, but no, I've seen more racist things. It's <laughs> rather not mention. Right. Yeah, but I mean that—that like, that is the most open, one of the most openly racist things I've seen on TV in a long time. It's that's bizarre. I wish I could say that it surprised me. You know, I'm a. 
I am a huge SNL fan, um, but I, I just I that kind of is behind me. But I still think that there are certain certain SNL things that um, are kind of timeless, and I think that whether you like SNL or you hate it or you're indifferent or you think it's past its prime, um, I am willing to go on record as saying the reason it's still alive and kicking after 46 seasons is in large part because of the tremendous success that Chevy Chase helped it have um, in its first season. Oh yeah, first for, season. For sure. so, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to say it's biting political satire. No, I mean, it, it has had, it has had biting it's political still satire. Intact. It's still hard hitting. <laughs> no, I mean, so, after, after Jim Downey left um, and Al Franken and people like that, the, the satire is just, it's, shit now but yeah <laughs> remember remember when fred armerson played obama yeah uh-huh. <laughs> uh that's now good times yeah all right so we the episode we are attempting to talk about is biology 101 the third right. season premiere um, did you watch it? Yeah, I've watched it. I've... Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I haven't watched it yet. I thought maybe we could talk about it, and then I would go back and. Yeah, I've I'd never seen this episode, then, so yeah, <laughs> it's exactly like the the BoJack Horseman bonus episode where we're talking about something that I've never watched before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what, what did you think of the season premiere of season three? It's, um, I mean, I could, that's, it's like a really loaded question because it's, uh, I'd have to go back and look at our list. I don't even know, I don't even know if we know what order we're going to be going. We're certainly not going to be talking about episodes in any sort of chronological order because I know we will be talking about seasons that predate this. So I don't, I guess I don't want to get too in depth, but I think that season three of Community is potentially the best season of television ever period okay and i think that this this is the i think like the ultimate season opener and when you when you watch it whether you if i mean if you watch it completely out of context um it's, it's probably just like batshit crazy like you have no idea what the fuck is going on but i came mm-hmm. at it um i i watched this show as it first aired um, so it's not like i ever I mean, I've binge watched it in in the years since, but when I first watched it, it was not through binging. I was just I was going to NBC every Thursday night or whatever and putting it on. And so at the time, I thought oh, this is this is a really funny episode. I love this show. They're back. They're doing things that I thought were really good. Um, and then you know you kind of live through the season. And I and at the time, I think season three is just amazing. But when I've gone back and binged it since, the season just continues to get better and there's so many different things that occur later in this season that are set up directly in this episode like i feel like this episode is the linchpin for the like the first era of dan Harmon with this show and so i i think this is a an amazing episode yeah i for the most part agree um i think it does a really good job of setting up a lot of the real like characters relationships for the season mm-hmm. like um i think they did a really good job of highlighting um what happens between what's going to happen between like the sort of power struggle between pierce and um 
uh, Jeff and the rest of the group. Right. Um, and yeah, I thought, um, I, I thought, um, I thought the intro was kind of corny with like the musical number. Oh, I love that intro. I think it's so good. Yeah, I, it's like, like, I get that song stuck in my head and I think, I think it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the concept behind it, like of them saying like, it's going to be, everything's going to be normal and fine. Mm-hmm. And then obviously it isn't. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, see, just I, outside I of that, like, here. I mean, you, you talk about sets up relationships, and I agree with that. But when you go back at the after the end of the episode, you see so many different things get set up, like the introduction of Vice Dean Laybourne. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And then I Vice Dean John Goodman. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and then you've got like the yeah. the whole AC story arc kind of throughout the season, and that's like very critical to the end of the season. And then. You know, Chang becoming a security guard, which kind of sets up um, the whole thing with him taking over the school at the end. It's just, there's so many critical That's right. things this is happen. The same season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Chang starts out in a really, really weird place and then ends up in a really, really, really weird place. This is, <laughs> yeah. Is this post Changnesia or pre Changnesia? No, Changnesia is, that's season four. Okay. That's, yeah, that's the bad season. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I like how it starts with him living in the vents <laughs> in the season. Spoiler alert, and ends with him just running a, a an authoritarian regime. Yeah, I guess. an army of children. Yeah, it has an army of children, and he kidnaps the dean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I, I thought they kind of overdid. Like, I mean, I thought Jeff's breakdown was really satisfying to watch in this uh-huh. episode, but I kind of think the writers overdid his redemption with, like, the blade of grass sticking out of the phone thing, and he gives it to the teacher. I think, I mean, I guess you could say that. I can see, I think I understand what you mean, but I think maybe they wrote themselves into that corner. Like, maybe they could have attacked the, the first act differently and not had... Um, um, the professor just kicked Jeff out of the class, but once you kind of get that far gone, he's like, you know, yeah. you're beyond help. Then I feel like that's that has that that's the only thing that could have convinced this character to let Jeff back into the class. Yeah, it just I don't know. I didn't think he's. I don't think he has like. I mean, the show it shows how desperate he is to get back into the class to to make like uh, sort of like a symbolic gesture like that, right? But it doesn't really feel like something he would do. Like I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he contains that level of sentimentality. Um, I don't know. I think he does, but I don't think he likes to admit it. I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that I think makes, that makes more sense. If he has to, he'll show it. But again, I. It's not like any of his close friends saw that, so really all he has to show it to is one one person. I think I think it makes sense for the character, but I can see what I I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, another like a, a a really like good sort of subplot in this episode that I think it's overlooked is Abed trying to find a new show to watch. Okay. Because um, what um, Cougar Town is like put like its future is put into jeopardy <laughs> right mm-hmm. and like um 
I love because his character is clearly autistic. Um, I don't mean that like a mean way, obviously. Like he's yeah, he's definitely somewhere on the spectrum. He and well, Dan Har- Dan Harmon wrote that character and figured out that he himself is on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought I thought like the subtlety of like that of them showing his character as or portraying his character as autistic, I, I, I thought were really nice. Like the way he makes noises, okay. when something bad happens. Like he okay. goes like, ah! right. Now that okay, like you bring up something interesting because in you've, yeah. you've had a few jobs where you're uh, a caretaker for for people that um, you know have have. Uh, yeah. Diagnosed on the spectrum. How realistic do you feel like uh, uh, Abed is compared to what you've dealt with in, in your real life? Um, I mean, he doesn't remind me of anyone I've worked with, but like that's because it's such a wide spectrum. Mm-hmm. He's very high functioning. But um, I think they do a really good job of that with like without making fun of him right. too much. Um, it's not like it's not like a Big Bang Theory kind of situation, like where I mean I don't know those characters are they're like I mean Abed has a lot more soul than the, the Big Bang Theory guy. I agree with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think he's really. I think they really took a lot of care into writing that character. Agreed. And um. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, like I said, like there's like subtle ways of showing that his character is on the spectrum, and like I said, like the noises he made, right? Yeah. Like that. That's like a that's that's a common that's a common one, I guess. Yeah. Um, and and they and like his and I mean they 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 just they like dig through it really well. Um, like him not knowing certain behaviors are wrong, right. kind of have to explain that to him. Like when he's tracking their periods. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I think his obsession with TV and like his that him using that as a way to understand people better is like another sort of. I think a really crucial example of how they deal with his autism. I think that's really. I thought that was really well done. Right. So yeah, couple answers to your question. Yeah, I thought about that a lot actually. Cool. All right. Well, we just experienced some technical difficulties. Um, that was a weird time. It was. First time we've had that difficulty. So this season's cursed. We're on the darkest timeline. This is the darkest timeline. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. my I got my uh, paper goatee going. <laughs> you could give yourself a real goatee. Yeah, I could. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Should we both Let's grow see. goatees? I can do a goatee. Okay. No. Darkest timeline goatees? <laughs> nah. I can't commit to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we just experienced some technical difficulties. I was, uh, Alex was doing a bunch of internet y stuff. And I was just it's my job. Vibing, yeah, and I was just sitting here vibing, eating berries. I didn't even have any, I couldn't even get high. I don't have any, I don't have oh, any. Oh, uh, shit. We're, we're starting this season sober? Yeah. Oh yeah, I God. think we are. So you might yeah. remember all of this then? I'll, yeah, I'll remember this one fondly. Uh, what kind of berries? Hallucinogenic um, berries? or They're raspberries. But uh, okay. like, 
but they were like um each one had like a different consistency to it so i had to put huh. them away i'm not a some like i can't do raspberries really soft ones that were really gross and like smushy and there were ones that are just like downright crunchy huh and i had i had to put them away i was like ooh, this isn't very inconsistent consistency raspberries are a no for me no yeah i'm not a big fruit person you're not a fruity guy? No. Although recently I've been making oatmeal and putting strawberries in it, so I'm officially like 60 oh, years old now, I guess. <laughs> You're how old now? 60. It just seems like yeah, a very old person thing. Yeah. That's an old person thing for sure. All right. What were we talking about before? You were explaining yeah. how Abed is a – you feel like a really good depiction of someone on the spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was answering that question in a long-form essay. That was rambling and incoherent, I think. But overall, I think, yeah, I think I made my point that he's a good he's a good depiction of one person on the spectrum. I mean Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't take and that's not the first thing you associate him with, I which I really like. Right. I agree. I like yeah. that he's a very multifaceted faceted character. Um Yeah. And um, I think this season is really good for him and Troy's relationship as well. I think, I think this is one of the best ones. It's a big one, yeah. As far as that goes. I think you're right. This is like the, the this is where they truly nail it. Like the, this whole this whole um, season season three. Yeah, I it's it's one of my favorites. I mean. I think it's I think it's interesting um, the sorts of things we keep coming back to or things that we keep talking about. Um, I maybe I call it like recurring themes, but we kind of had the opportunity to talk about um, Jack's mannequin, right? And we we know how I feel about that, as Danny has pointed mm-hmm. out, and Twitter and um, and um, so like for me, that's like that's like my my big album, and this is like my big tv show so like specifically i can remember when both my kids were born the night they were born in the hospital playing them that album everything in transit by Mm -hmm. jack's mannequin and then immediately after that putting season three of community on the tv like in the hospital room and like so it's like welcome to welcome to life these are the two things i need you to absolutely know about jack's mannequin and (laughs) season three (laughs) <laughs> wait so when your kids were born you you put on season one of or season three of community yeah after yeah after the after the first listening of jack's mannequin and then then it's community season three while we, and your, your your wife was cool with this yeah she's fine i mean when after you give birth you're just exhausted <laughs> you want to bond with the baby she loves community daisy is a big community person so oh, she okay. had no issues with it so yeah i mean <laughs> this is the first thing my ch- so and we're talking about the season premieres so like literally this this episode is the first thing either of my children were ever subjected to in front of a screen wow both of them huh mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. now i'm trying to think of what i would do for my kid like what was the first things i would expose to them if i had a kid well, probably some ridiculous hardcore music or something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, little kid. This is uh, this is, well, this is an album about hating yourself. It's called "Heavier Than Heaven, Lonelier Than God." Right. Well, you might as well set him up for I'm that. Blacklisted. I mean, yeah, exactly. 
Or here's violence, violence by ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile, you're showing them um, uh, the Sopranos afterwards. Yeah. It's just it's a, it's a great yeah, welcome to life. Whacked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get, yeah, it's Italians getting like just shooting people <laughs> right in dark alleys <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's what i've been watching this whole time this is like after i mean i've, I've binged community earlier this year already mm-hmm. that was like the first show i binged in my new apartment i think well now that wasn't your first time watching community was it no it was my first time watching it all the way through though okay all six seasons like okay. sequentially gotcha yeah and it was tough. It was a lot tougher than I expected it to be. Okay. The the later the after season four, I I don't I don't think they they got the magic back. You don't think so? No, I don't think they did. Hmm. Well, I'm there's sure we'll explore that we'll more. About. Yeah. yeah there, there's some good episodes we'll talk about. I, I made a point of picking at least one episode from every season, so as to not be biased. So right. we will talk about a season four episode. Yeah, we will. But yeah, the one we're talking about here is Biology 101. And um, is there any? Do you have any like anything else? I don't. I don't think I have that? necessarily anything else to add to. I. I mean, I think when we talked about John Goodman briefly, I think he does an amazing job. I think the the oh, scenes yeah. with him and Jim Rash are absolutely incredible. I think Jim Rash again does. He's he's just amazing. But like the scene between them. And with it, where Jim Rash is like, I don't remember anything you said before the word rectum or whatever. I just like that kills me every time. I just think it's yeah. it's that's such a good back and forth between the two of them. It's so good, yeah. Um, Spice Teen John Goodman. So I have my notes. Um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of other notes for this episode. Um, other than let's see here. Um. Oh yeah, when when Jeff gets kicked out of class and Starburns tells him, "Dude, learn to blend." And he's got <laughs> right, like, yeah. a lizard on his like shoulder, and he's got his trademark Starburns. Yeah. Yeah, Starburns. Yeah, I mean, he has a he has a good couple of good good lines in this episode. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I guess that's all I got for this one. Should we check in on the AV Club? Yeah, so we're going to have a recurring segment here talking about baby clubs' um, um, opinions and see how it matches with my own. Uh, I don't like the AV club. I, I don't read the AV club anymore. I hate read the AV club for many years. I don't like the AV club because I grew up reading The Onion, and it was always the most boring part of The Onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is back when The Onion was a free newspaper in Madison. Right. And I don't know how many people know that the Onion or the AV Club spun off of the Onion, but yeah, it was the only serious part of the paper, which is why I didn't like it. And I also don't think they're very good at criticizing things. <laughs> okay. Um, but here they here they gave the episode a B plus. It's fucking bullshit. A B plus, not a D plus. Yeah, I know it's still so, bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah, still not. A, I would give it an A. Yeah, and the review kind of says like the more melancholy moments of the episode were the best, but I don't know. This has got this is a really joke filled episode. 
Yeah, one note I took in the review is that what the author says melancholy is an emotion the show does well. And I actually agree with that. I don't know if there's a lot of that in this episode necessarily, but I do think that when when they kind of hit those more melancholy notes, they do it um they do it really well. And it seems like the AV's thing is that the same person does every episode of a particular show, so So maybe yeah, so maybe we'll be stuck with her writing for the whole collection I, I believe i believe so was my impression after reading through it oh uh, well i guess well emily we're gonna have to we're gonna disagree with a lot of things i feel like it'll be it's gonna be a long battle between us <laughs> uh i think that i so i took a couple notes like she says i'm not going to come out and say the third season community will be all about moving from finding love to being loved, but the premiere at least struck me as suggesting this is the journey we'll be taking with these characters this season. And I just said, what? Like, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, yeah, I think that, that idea. And as someone, she mentions in the article that she's watched the first two seasons. So to think that that's going to be the journey you're going to take with community, it's kind of, it's, it's weird to me to not, to not see it for more than that or something more, off the wall right. or atypical than that. That just that idea seems so typical of a of a sitcom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there you have it, Emily. We uh, we disagree. Yes. With you. Yeah. So then uh, we're gonna do a character showcase on on each episode where we kind of take a look at a lesser known character and kind of break down their. Uh, what they're uh what they contribute to the show i guess right and this week we're talking about leonard leonard yes so what do you what do you have yeah <laughs> are, is that your is, are those your thoughts on leonard do you like <laughs> leonard i love leonard I, I think i think he's one of the better background characters uh-huh. on the show um i don't like him as much as garrett i think garrett might be my favorite okay which might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like the uh, the shut up Leonard joke in this one was... Um, I heard about your prescription socks. That's right. Yeah, there we go. I, <laughs> I, I knew I was going to forget it. Um, yeah, um, that was a pre- it was pretty solid. Um, I think there are better ones throughout the seasons. So, okay. So I think that Leonard... I also really like Leonard. One thing I really liked about Leonard was uh, his reviews of... Frozen pizza and then chips. Oh, frozen pizza on his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. But there's this one of uh, of him talking about chips. But it just like <laughs> like listening to him. Oh, that's right. Let's potato chips. Yeah, listening to him describe the chips and talking about the chips. It uh, it reminded me of I guess us talking about chips. Just like the most kind of boring conversation <laughs> about chips you can imagine. Yet, for some reason, um, it's utterly fascinating. Like, I'm surprised at how many people enjoyed listening to us talk about snacks uh, at the conclusion of our last um, season. That drives me insane. Like, our, our audience is really into chip talk. <laughs> yeah, we've got a, a really chippy audience, I guess. You know, when it first happened on the podcast, I was like, this is really boring. We're talking <laughs> way too much about chips. Right. And then... No, everyone's everyone's on on board for it. I don't get it. I think it's because there's just like a lot of strong opinions about chips. I guess so. 
I'm eating some right now. I got these uh, <laughs> Zaps Cajun Dill Gator Taters. Okay, that's that sounds disgusting. Yeah, dill pickle flavored chips. No, thank yeah, you. They're pretty good. Gator taters. Gator taters. What does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, they're like. Well, Zaps has like a it's New Orleans style. Oh right, they so have of the. Of course, uh, they're gonna call it yeah. Cajun. The voodoo chips are really good. Yeah, the voodoo chips are really good too. Where are the white women at? There's a clip of Leonard saying, "Where are the white women at?" <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's really all I've got as far as Leonard. There's others, but there's not much to say about Leonard other than he's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 the man. He's uh I mean and the, and those and those people at community college exist, like the old the really old folk. Right. Now I mean they're usually not millionaires like uh, like Pierce, but Right. But uh, yeah, there there are Leonard's out there. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I miss community college. Okay, why? Uh, I, for that reason, I like I like the mix of like old people, young people. Just okay. everyone's there for their own reason. Yeah, you know, you don't you don't no one no one's judgmental. You know, because it's like we all know what community college is. It's not like. Your typical university. You're not. You're not here for the typical college experience. You're here to get in and get out. Right. How long did you go to community college for? Uh, two years. Okay. I was in a transfer program, so I, I transferred to UW Eau Claire. Okay. But I only lasted a single semester. Oh, nice. Before I dropped out and didn't go back. Well, I went back to community college for a little bit. So I went for like maybe three or four years on and off. Did you get an associate yeah. uh, into the two years, or I didn't get no, I didn't finish. Okay, I didn't even get the ass degree. The ass degree. <laughs> nope. But yeah, I, but it was a good experience for sure. I I think about going back sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Take it serious. More, take it seriously this this once. Just this once. Yeah, just this once. <laughs> We'll see. What would you study? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe marketing. Oh, marketing! You could start by marketing our podcast for us. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have taken over our Twitter. It seems. For better or worse, yeah, it does seem that way, yeah, doesn't it? I was going to say for better or worse, I've taken over. And uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, you're not using it, so I. I. I mean, so I. I've just been posting. I mean, I'm on there. I get on there. I have no yeah, problems you with you using people. it, but yeah, I respond to people. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not. You're not posting like I am. Well, I have posting. nothing to post. We're in between seasons right now. That's what true. am I supposed yeah. to post? That's true. I've been. I've been posting weekly playlists that I've been getting. Low engagements, even though I put a lot of work into them. Yeah, and then you bitch at everyone on Twitter that they're not listening to your playlist. Yeah, I posted that the Tony Soprano meme. Yeah, like, why aren't you Jamooks listening to the damn playlists? Right. And I made sure to look up what Jamook means, and it's it's a it's an Italian word, and it's not a slur. Oh, okay. You want to make sure it's not a slur before I, I, you use I it. I made sure. Yeah, I made sure to see it's not a, 
Steven Mattisler. Great. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to get canceled on our Twitter. Oh, okay. That's good. I don't. I don't want us to get canceled. I mean, yeah, I kind not, of. I kind of do. I just don't want to deal with it. Would be a better way of looking <laughs> at like. Yeah, who would get canceled first from our Twitter? Who? What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, it would be you because you have less of a filter. Like I. I think about what I'm posting. <laughs> if you think about what you're posting, it's not always evident. No. I don't post anything that bad, though. No, no, you haven't. Oh, yeah. There's that hot take that I didn't want to say on our, on our Twitter that I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was that? I didn't find a hot take. Okay, it was someone posted. No, it was someone posted the worst take I'd ever seen. Okay. And it's not. This is this is gonna mean like nothing to like anyone. They called Joyce Manor our generation's Husker do. See, that doesn't mean anything to you. See, none of these words mean anything to me. No, Joyce. Yeah, Joyce Manor is a band that's like really popular. But and then Husker do is a very old band that was really popular. Okay. And um, but the, the two have nothing to do with each other. Okay. But once, but who's could do is very near and dear to my heart. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, the band Tenement is our generation's who's could do. We're from Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> Let's listen to Tenement. Tenement. Okay. Yeah. Listen. To, listen to Tenement. Everyone listening to this podcast, turn it off and listen to Tenement. Actually, no. Listen to this. Listen to this episode, and then go listen to Tenement. Right. Listen to any song by time. Any album. I don't care. Well, hold on. Let's, let's listen to this episode. Sign up for our Patreon. And then if this is the first time you've ever listened to us, go back and listen to all of season one. And then you can listen to, you know, whatever this, this band is that Brian is going on about. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, at, at some point, do yourself a favor and listen to Tenement. Any album, any song. It doesn't matter. It's all so good. Like, every single thing they've done is amazing. All right, well, I'll take your word for it, because I'm probably never going to do that. Yeah, that means their (laughs) songs are like a minute and a half. See, I hate that. I hate that songs have gotten so short. I like, like, a three-minute song. That's where I want to be. No, I want, like, a three-minute song, I think, is the sweet spot. I mean, they got some of those, too. Yeah, I don't know. You You should use our Twitter more often, so I don't have to. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm too busy editing the episodes to be tweeting. That's true, yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts to add before before I stop recording? Uh, No, I'm good. Uh, listen to Tenement. Vice Dean, is this where Greendale's money is going? More accurately, Dean, it's where Greendale's money comes from. Our air conditioning program has a job placement rate five times higher than the rest of your school combined. Our alumni donations comprise 80% of your entire school's budget. And you want to know why we think we deserve an espresso machine? Well, I guess I didn't know. Then you never had to, Dean. You could have lived the rest of your life in blissful ignorance and died a happy pansexual imp. But you wanted to feel power this year. Well, now you're going to feel my power as it surges downward from me, straight through you, from nostril to rectum, now until the end of time. And that's 
was up. I forgot everything you said. 